This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. Follow me on Twitter at Conspiracy Force. Let's get started. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Episode 20, Adrena Clones. It's safe to say that our popular culture now, and for many years, has been fascinated by the topic of clones and cloning. One of the earliest references to cloning in popular culture appeared in the 1932 novel A Brave New World by Aldous Huxley and has exploded in popularity in recent years. Action films like Avatar, Jurassic Park, and The Island have tackled the topic of cloning, as have comedies like Multiplicity and Austin Powers 2. And of course, there's my favorite movie on the topic, Star Wars Episode II, Attack of the Clones. We'll get to that in a bit. So what is cloning? I know we've all heard the term before, but how does it actually work? I'll give you the Cliff Notes version, as I myself am a numbers guy by trade and not well versed in the science, biology, and the like. In non-living items, the cloning process is quite simple. For something like a computer, or a car, or a phone, the manufacturing process itself creates thousands of identical items based on a programmed framework for the given item. Easy. In living creatures, this process is much more complicated as you would imagine. Note, my source documents for this process are from the year 2001, so I'm not sure if the cloning process has changed since then. Well, actually scratch that. I'm sure the cloning process has changed since then, but this is information we are probably not privy to. Feel free to reach out to me if you have any additional information on this topic as this is an insanely fascinating topic to me. Okay, here goes. Step one, an egg is harvested from a female donor. Step two, the nucleus of the egg is removed, which contains any and all DNA of the female donor. Step three, cells are extracted from a donor, a separate donor than the original female. Step four, the cells from step three are injected into the now blank egg from step two. Step five, the egg with the new cells inside are zapped with an electrical current as a means to jumpstart the fertilization process. Immediately, images of Frankenstein are coming to mind. Step six, the cells within the egg begin to divide, thus creating a brand new genetic copy of the donor from step three. So, that is the cloning process in a nutshell. 
This was the process used in 1996 to bring about the first, or at least the first publicly talked about, cloned sheep. Dolly was born in Scotland in 1996 and was made public in 1997. She was hailed as a miracle by some and a warning by others. Some praised this achievement, stating how the offspring of clone animals could increase the food supply, or that the cloning of cells itself could lead to some scientific achievements in terms of curing diseases. On the other hand, some warned that it was dangerous to mess with life of any kind. Something should be left up to God and to nature. And what if we started cloning humans? How disastrous could that be? What if somebody built, um, how would you say, a clone army? Hmm. The idea of a clone army was important in a large part of Star Wars mythology, mainly in two of the Star Wars prequel films released in 2002 and 2005. In Attack of the Clones from 2002, Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi is hunting down an assassin which leads him to the watery planet of Kamino. There he is informed by the leaders that Obi-Wan's colleague, a deceased Jedi Master by the name of Sifo Diaz, had sanctioned the creation of a clone army for the Republic many years before. This was news to Obi-Wan, but he played it cool as not to set off any alarms. Obi-Wan is then shown the cloning process, which is very similar in two particular ways to what is being done here on Earth. For one, the clones were created from a single source or donor in the form of bounty hunter Jango Fett. For two, the clones grew at an exponential pace roughly two times the rate of a normal human, so that they could be put into battle quicker. Obi-Wan is then shown three sets of clones. One set was fully adult, one set was in puberty, and one set was in early childhood. Now this is a very similar concept to our world, as even Dolly the sheep was said to have grown faster than other sheep, and subsequently died at the young age of six years old, which could have been caused by advanced aging. As you find out through the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series, these clones, while all inherently the same, do have unique qualities and personalities. These clones, as Donald Marshall would say, are similar to replication clones, which is one of three types of clones that he claims exist today. So let's talk about this Donald Marshall that I just mentioned. If you've never heard of Donald Marshall, there's a whole website dedicated to him and his story, which you can find at DonaldMarshallRevolution.com. Donald Marshall himself alleges that he's a clone. He alleges that he is a clone from a very young age and was involved with many rich and powerful people in underground bases, such as Vladimir Putin and Queen Elizabeth. His story is very wild and very long and very complex. So, I'll save the entirety of that for you to do your own research on if you dare. Now keep in mind that this is very dark and devious stuff he talks about. So research and read at your own risk. Anyways, Donald and other conspiracy theorists have claimed that there are three types of clones. Replication clones, Robotoid clones, and REM clones. Replication clones are like your clones from Star Wars. Born from a single source, 
but can develop their own differing thoughts and identities. One thing to note about the Star Wars clones, however, they were implemented with a mind control device called Order 66 to kill all Jedi when the order was given, so they weren't entirely free. Robotoid clones have no soul of their own, and they can be entirely controlled like a computer through commands. If you've ever seen any of the videos circulating about celebrity glitches, it's likely that these are, they are these type of clones. REM clones are not clones of singer Michael Stipe in the band REM, and I think we can all be thankful for that. However, the REM clones are clones that are activated when the original human source is asleep. So think of it this way. You're in one room awake, and your clone is in another room asleep. When you go to sleep, your consciousness is directed into the clone, almost as if you were a computer being hacked and controlled by another computer, if that makes sense. Donald Marshall considers himself this type of clone. These clones are deemed better and more useful by the Illuminati in secret societies, since the host subject is asleep and unable to fight back, and they don't glitch as much as the AI-style robotoid clones. So, what is the purpose of clones in our world? Many speculate that many celebrities we see today are actually clones because something fatal happened to the original person. You can research for yourself some physical evidence people have given to show that Eminem, Dr. Dre, Avril Lavigne, and many other celebrities look quite different than they did years ago, and not just because of plastic surgery. The idea is that Hollywood and the elite would want to maintain the revenue stream of these individuals, as well as continue to push their ideas and agendas through these program clones, as they would not be able to fight back or argue. Even recently, there have been pictures of Prince Philip and Kamala Harris where they do not look like their former selves. So, is there any way to prove any of this about the celebrities? No, probably not. Will we ever see physical evidence of cloning facilities or stacks and stacks of clones of our favorite celebrities? Probably not. These things are too shocking to be revealed to the world and would cause mass chaos and paranoia. So, no, we'll be left speculating about who is real and who isn't. In Star Wars, the clone army soon became a thing of the past after the prequel trilogy. The cloning facilities were not carried on into the future, and by the time of the original trilogy, which was roughly 20 years after the end of the prequel trilogy, most of these clones had died of old age or were decommissioned from battle. Case in point, why do you think the stormtroopers in the original trilogies are such bad shots? Well, because they're just everyday average people, not clones of a badass bounty hunter, obviously. In closing, there are likely good reasons for cloning humans. Clones could be used for infertile couples unable to conceive in other ways. Even a company called CloneAid had made the claim that they had birthed a live baby clone for this very purpose in the past, but these claims have been unsubstantiated. Also, clones could bring loved ones back from the dead. But on the flip side, clones could bring loved ones back from the dead. If you've ever seen Pet Cemetery, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The dead should stay dead. Also, cloning could lead to bioengineering like eugenics, where cloned humans could be tailored to behave or act a certain way, 
invalidating the need for us free-thinking humans. So where do you think the cloning process is now? Would you be surprised if you found out humans have been able to be cloned by the elite for years? You have to keep in mind that anytime we're given information, like the Dolly the Sheep breakthrough in 1997, it's highly probable that this type of technology has been used and used successfully for many years before that. Governments and elite have many years of experience on the average human when it comes to all this types of advanced technology. It was stated that 276 cloned sheep died before the Dolly clone breakthrough. How many humans do you think would be harvested unsuccessfully to achieve the same goal? There's a cheery thought to leave you with. God bless. So, what do you think? Please reach out to us at conspiracyintheforce at gmail.com. Thank you.